Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Ready to control the midlife change? Well, Menopause Simplified is for you. Menopause Simplified is an eight-week interactive and transformative live group coaching program led by leading menopause experts. Join the waitlist at hellohotflash.com shop. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. I'm excited today to be here with my new guest, Dr. Nana Bawachi. Dr. Nana, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is great. This is a great opportunity for folks to learn more about dermatology because we talk about hormones and how it impacts maybe the hot flashes or the sleep, but we don't talk about how it impacts our skin health as well. So this is going to be such a great episode. I'll start by introducing you. So again, our guest today is Dr. Nana Bawachi. She's a board certified dermatologist with over 15 years of experience specializing in general dermatology, emphasizing patient first care. Her practice, Berkman Dermatology, based out of Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey, offers comprehensive care of all skin needs, and her lifestyle dermatology, which we're gonna talk about that today. Her lifestyle dermatology viewpoint uses an integrative holistic look at the health and appearance of the skin, incorporating diet, physical activity, stress management, and emotional well-being into every treatment plan. Thank you once again for being here. Isn't it weird like listening to your own bio? It really is. It's like, oh, I did that? Really? Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, stop, stop. Start by sharing your story, specifically why you are focusing on lifestyle dermatology. Yeah, for sure. It's so interesting when I was, when I have two kids, um, Sean and Stella, uh, they are 14 and now 10. And when I had Stella around year, when she was about two years of age, I was going to the gym four times a week, you know, working and I was like, I'm healthy. Why can't I lose this baby weight? What is going on? So I reached out to a weight loss expert and she gave me this education about nutrition um, over the course of four sessions. And I was like, I never learned this in medical school. How can I have not known that what you eat, which kind of make, like, while I'm saying it now makes sense, is impacting my diet, my life and everything like that. So I took that education and then I started to implement it, influence it into my practice. And I noticed that not only was that I changed, but by losing weight, my skin looked better. I felt better, but then also my patients were changing. And, and so that impact, I realized that lifestyle really impacts your skin. And now we're seeing all this research about how lifestyle impacts psoriasis, um, eczema, acne. And so I really try to teach that to my patients. So that's why I call it lifestyle dermatology. I wish you were around like probably about six weeks ago, I got eczema and I'm like, not me. I never get anything (laughs) like this. So I went to my dermatologist and I I asked him about lifestyle management. He said, I can only give you these steroids. And I'm thinking, whoa, Betsy, hold up. (laughs) So so what I did when I just wanted to make sure that I had pre-diagnosed myself correctly, went home and just like you said, did the lifestyle changes and that made such a huge difference. So I can only imagine how awesome it would be to have someone like you that understands that and incorporates both the medical side 
and the holistic side. So that's awesome. I'm happy to hear that you're doing that. How, so oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Talk, let's talk about the way that this impacts menopause. So menopause specifically impacts the health and appearance of our skin. And we see noticeable changes. What is going on that, you know, we are in our fifties and starting to, to break out again? I'm like, no. <laughs> Right, right. So from a hormonal level, what we notice for women is that all women go through menopause is that season, right? Like that fourth season. And, and it impacts everyone a little bit differently. However, from a dermatological standpoint, we know for sure there will be skin changes. And that is just because there's a, de- a decline of estrogen. You start to decrease this hormone in like your late 20s, early 30s, and we start to see all these dermal changes, all these skin changes. So what does that look like? We start to notice that we're getting a little bit more wrinkles, right? We're starting to get sagging. We're starting to lose collagen. We are starting to get a little bit more hyperpigmentation. And that's all because there are estrogen receptors in the skin. But in addition to that, it's not just estrogen that plays a big role in the skin but or in your body, but we start to see there's an increase in insulin, there's an increase in cortisol levels. And I, and I think what you're, well, actually what we know is that a lot of patients in menopause, a lot of females start to gain weight, right? They're like, I can't lose that weight. And it's because of that, the start that rise in the, um, in the insulin levels. Yeah. In your book, uh, Inside Out Beauty, what I noticed is you mentioned stress quite a bit and you just mentioned cortisol levels. So talk to us a little bit about how stress increases our cortisol levels and how that ultimately impacts our skincare health. Sure. Absolutely. So when we are stressed, you know, cortisol, which is a hormone spikes in our body. And whenever your cortisol levels go up, you become, you go into more of an inflammatory state. And when we, we are when you're inflamed, all these um, uh, inflammatory markers, or we call these cytokines, are just like hyper. So I always say like inflammation is just like a volcano that's erupting, right? And as a result of that, that's when we start to see all these skin changes. Perhaps we start to get a little bit more acne. Um, and we could talk a little bit more about the difference between menopausal acne versus adult female acne. Maybe that rash that we started to see just becomes a little bit more persistent. So inf- we, the key is how do we calm down inflammation? And the way to calm down inflammation is do some lifestyle changes, making sure we're plant forward, eating lots of plants because those are anti-inflammatory. Whereas when we're eating sugary foods and processed foods, that's inflammation. That volcano is continuing to erupt. When we sleep, you know, there is something to be said about beauty sleep. When you sleep, you're repairing your body. You're in a calmer state. It decreases that inflammation. Um, We always say movement, exercising. It's just, it's so fantastic. Not only do you look amazing, but it helps with your mental health and it also helps decrease inflammation. So as long as we are intentional about these pillars um, or about these um, lifestyle changes, you know, you'll see the, that impact on your skin. You just mentioned um, menopause acne versus adult acne. So there's a difference and t- tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting. You're probably wondering, like, you know, I, I didn't, I did have, I always hear my patient, my practice, I did have acne as a teenager and I'm still having it as an adult. Now I'm like 50. Why do I still have acne? Or I hear, I never had acne um, at all. Why am I having it now? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's really unclear why um, men, uh, females in their menopausal age get acne. We don't have like a true etiology there. 
do know that because of this dec rapid decline of estrogen at this time of our lives, there is there are more androgens in our body. And because we're having more androgens in our body, that could potentially go ahead and stimulate this at this at this acne eruption. And sometimes the acne is not just on your face, but you may get it on the trunk. So we call the trunk like your chest and your back. Um, and sometimes the lesions are not just like your whiteheads and blackheads, but they're more um, nodules. Uh, so they're deeper in the skin. And what's challenging to the provider is that sometimes this type of acne is harder to treat. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of patients that's involved. We are also so dealing with, remember, um, sensitive skin, dry skins, we have to think about all the skincare that's involved there as well. And um, there might also be more hyperpigmentation depending on your skin tone or more redness depending on your skin tone. Yeah. Again, didn't know that. Something else that I learned from you is the, uh, um, there was a blog post about the skin microbiome. Like I understand the gut microbiome and like you, I thought, oh wait, yeah, that kind of does make sense. Tell us what is the skin microbiome? Yeah, so the skin microbiome is this ecosystem of bacteria, fungi, um, parasites, and whatever other organism <laughs> that wants to just um, not pay rent, but right. keeps us healthy. Okay. <laughs> so it is um, this, uh, you know, micro or ecosystem of microorganisms that basically keeps our skin nice and healthy. And they are, they love to be in this acidic range. Okay. So there's this acid mantle on our skin. So we like this pH of our skin to be between this four to six. So in that four to six range, um, this microbiome is keeping our skin healthy. And it's also important for us to also stay out of the sun, not smoke, you know, get your sleep in order for this ecosystem in, to keep us healthy. And the, the skin microbiome and the gut microbiome are always talking to each other. Um, so maybe I, I know there's a gut health is huge right now, but there'll be more information as we, as we learn more about the skin microbiome as well. That's awesome. And again, it does, it makes a lot of sense because everything is interconnected. And once you- heal the gut, then you start to heal other parts of your body as well. So super important. Um, so there's tons of buzz uh, around collagen, like, you know, there's um, uh, bovine collagen, and you need to buy this collagen to look better and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> on and on and on. We're, we're in a state now where we're talking about menopause a lot, but we're also being marketed to a lot. And perhaps it's something that we need something we don't need. So tell us what is collagen? And um, tell us a little bit about if where we can get collagen from. Do we get this naturally? Do we have to purchase a product in order to get more collagen in our body? Yeah, so I think it's important as we are living longer, right, that it makes sense that these industries, beauty industries are targeting um, menopausal women. Uh, when it comes to collagen specifically, we do know that collagen is declining as our skin starts to mature, particularly collagen one and collagen three. And as a result of that decline, we are also getting a decline in elastin. And then that's why we're noticing the sagging in our skin and we're noticing the wrinkles. So when it comes to, um, there have been some studies that have shown that when you do ingest collagen, it can potentially help with some, like with hydration and with also with some wrinkles and so forth. 
Now, obviously, there are different types of collagen in the market. There's bovine, there's plant-based. I always say, make sure you read your in ingredients uh, so that way you're comfortable with what you are ingesting because I think it's important to go with more a plant-based collagen rather than a bovine collagen. Uh, but you also need to know what else is in that bottle because sometimes that bottle may contain collagen and whey and other sugary items, which will just kind of counteract you know, what you're putting into your body. I always say, look at the price. Start off by looking at the price. So if your collagen is $9.99, keep on going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because uh, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, that's often an indicator of additional fillers when they're able to make the cost so low. Um, so that that's just kind of one initial thing that you can don't even need to read the ingredients, maybe move on and then read the ingredients at something at more of a mid or higher price. Um, uh, value. So, yeah. I always yeah. say, always look at, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but I always say, look at all your ingredients. It yes. doesn't matter. Like if you're at the grocery store versus at like Target, look <laughs> at everything and just knowledgeable about what you're putting into your system and onto your skin. Yeah, I know people, especially on Saturdays, people probably are shooting me all kinds of darts because I'm reading. If I don't buy it all the time and I'm trying a new product, either for skincare or food wise, I have that um, package in front of me reading that information. So, yeah, that's super important. Mm -hmm. it's a, let's talk. You mentioned dryness a little bit when we were talking about collagen. So women report increased skin dryness during menopause and, you know, not just the face, but all over the skin. Uh, explain why this happens and any um, advice on how we can combat this dryness. Oh, sure. So dryness um, is one, again, it's that estrogen <laughs> um, because we do have uh, these estrogen receptors in our skin cells, our keratinocytes. And so as the estrogen starts to decline throughout our body, then um, we start to notice that there's a decrease in epidermal thickness. So therefore, because we're getting that decrease in epidermal thickness, there's a our barrier, which is the skin, starts to dysfunction. Um, it becomes impaired and we become dry. There's less sebum. So ways to combat that or is to use a lot of uh, products that have ceramides, which are lipids that hydrate the skin. You can consider even using any humectants. So hyaluronic acid is out there. There's also urea, glycerin. These are fantastic humectants that draw water to the skin. You could also even consider using shea butter, which is fantastic. Um, so as long as you start to read your ingredients and you realize, okay, I'm dry. So if I'm dry, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, and that's going to help rehydrate my skin. That's awesome. And your skin is amazing, by the way. So <laughs> we're going to have the video out soon. So for folks, <laughs> as it should be, because you know what, you, you practice your own medicine, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Every single day, you know, um, I still did, I didn't get to work out this morning, but I will work out. I, I did get a lot of sleep and I had lots of veggies last night. So um, I'm good. And I start off my day with a little bit of water before I drop, you know, start my coffee. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually segues into the next question. So skincare routine a lot. So I will be honest with you for years. I did not wash my makeup off at night. I don't know why. And when I did, mm -hmm. my skin would break out, which I know yeah. sounds counterintuitive, but every time I wash my skin at night, I wake up with bumps on my face. So I'm like, I'm just not going to do it. 
I now have a better skincare routine, a better gut health routine, where that's not the case anymore. So talk to us, uh, talk to women about a good skincare routine that we should be following, especially during menopause. Yeah. So I always say, like, try to keep everything simple, like that 24, you know, step regimen is not needed. I know yeah, right? time for it. Right. But ideally every skincare routine should always have a gentle cleanser, a moisturizer and sunscreen. That is for sure. So for those who um, are in menopause, I, when it comes to those three products, I think it just has to make, you just have to make sure that those three products, they just have those hydrating ingredients to it. And then also because menopausal women from a dermatological standpoint may have more like, let's say wrinkles, hyperpigmentation, um, maybe they might have an inflammatory disorder such as like lichen planus, for instance, then maybe some of your skincare products may need to have, for instance, some antioxidants such as like vitamin C or resveratrol, green tea, just so they can help combat certain conditions that they are trying to target. That makes sense. You so you mentioned, boy, I'm having a menopause moment. <laughs> I woke up this morning. <laughs> I remember how this sunscreen is what you mentioned. Uh, so you know, maybe old wives tell maybe people still aren't saying this, but a lot of black people, African Americans are saying that, oh, we don't need uh, sunscreen on our face. So Talk to us about that myth. Yeah, it is definitely a myth. Um, you know, we all age, you know, and I, and I alluded to earlier that we start to age really at the late 20s. You know, that's when we start to age uh, just because we're losing collagen, we're losing estrogen and so forth. Uh, when it comes to sunscreen, sunscreen actually helps protect our skin from the ultraviolet light as well as the visible light. So what happens when ultraviolet light targets our skin? It causes a lot of DNA mutations. And because you have these DNA mutations in your skin, you're at more risk of skin cancer. And yes, skin cancer can occur in melanin-rich skin tones. Um, so it's super important to wear your sunscreen. In addition to that, what's interesting is that visible light, which is the other spectrum of the ultraviolet light uh, or of the sunlight, I should say, is what worsens hyperpigmentation. So when you are wearing sunscreen, in particular sunscreens with iron oxide and a lot of antioxidants in there, then you will get that um, protection from the visible light, which can worsen hyperpigmentation. I would often say I'm, I'm uh, having my own therapy or my own private sessions when I'm doing the podcast <laughs> because yes. I did not know that part of it. So great information. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of a lot of people like, so the, the whole living better, having a good routine, some folks will do that. Some folks want to jump straight to some professional treatment. Like I don't want to do all the health stuff. I just want to have the chemical pill, give me some drugs and let's make call it a day. So some mm -hmm. consider professional treatments like the chemical pills and the laser therapy, they consider that their solution to menopause related skin care. I'm sure it has its place. So talk to us about when it has its place and some of the alternatives. For sure. So I, I love the fact that everyone wants to do a procedure, but in order to do a procedure, you need to protect, I always say you need to protect your investment by making sure you're wearing your sunscreen, you're staying out of the sun and you're um, performing some of these lifestyle habits that we discussed earlier. 
when it comes to chemical peels, they're great because they do build a collagen. They do help with wrinkles. Um, plus they can address, for instance, acne. They can address discoloration. So it is great to consider doing chemical peels when you are in your menopausal phase. Uh, laser treatments are also fantastic. Again, they could also promote collagen production, help with wrinkles, can also help with hyperpigmentation. So the cadence, let's say you don't have any issues, right? But you just want to uh, stimulate or regenerate some of those, uh, like the collagen, for instance, I would say you could probably do some of these procedures maybe twice or three times a year just to continue to get that stimulation. But again, you're eating healthy, you're staying out of the sun, you're wearing your sunscreen in order to protect that investment. Because usually when you do a procedure, that one-time procedure, is you're not going to see the results that you're looking for. Unless, for instance, maybe it's a surgical procedure, you're getting a facelift, right? Um, yes, then that, that way you'll see those results. What I'm hearing, it's a layered effect. And that, it, that comes, becomes a solution to a lot of things, to sleep, um, to less hot flashes. You are layering on good eating, exercise, skin care, gut health. So it's not like you can just hop into one category. It's a the gamut of categories that you need to, to make sure that we're covering to stay healthy in menopause. For sure. It's it's a, you know, in dermatology, when we're talking about pro-aging, we're saying it's, it's a multi-modality approach. And that's mm -hmm. the same thing when it comes to menopause. You have to do, you have to do multi-lifestyle. <laughs> it's a multi-lifestyle approach, you know, in order to stay healthy. And I think movement and nutrition is essential to the menopausal stage. Totally agree with that. Now you, you've talked about it, like sprinkled through the, our conversation, what the role of um, diet, exercise, and stress management does to help our skin stay and look and feel healthy. Are there anything anything else you'd want to add to that conversation? I, I think also just education, you know, going, listening to podcasts like yours, um, getting those nuggets, because as we are learning about this season or this stage in life, there's so much more research that's um, coming down the pipeline. So it's just trying to stay informed and maybe even seeking a professional help. So going to your OBGYN, and now there are some providers who just see menopausal patients. I think that is also beneficial. And just reading books about what's new in menopause. So just trying to stay abreast of the information. I think that's smart. You have had the opportunity to have some amazing part, amazing partnerships with some celebrities that folks will know their names, um, including John Legend, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, and Bloomberg coined you the skincare gurus. I read the article and <laughs> you're like, talk to us a little bit about those partnerships and the new line that you're launching in 2024. Oh, for sure. So I have this amazing opportunity to work with some of these celebrities that you um, mentioned. And uh, we are, I work under A-Frame Brands, which is a company that uses a celebrity platform to provide solutions for melanin-rich skin tones. So I work with Naomi Osaka to launch her sun care and sun recovery line, because as we just talked about, a lot of um, African-Americans, a lot of melanin-rich skin tones didn't realize that we had to wear sun sunscreen, and she didn't realize that. And then when she realized the importance of it, that's why she wanted to start this brand. And But we wanted this brand to not just be a, any old sunscreen. We wanted a sunscreen that was hydrating to our skin, because one of the issues with black skin in particular is that we tend to be dry due to a decrease in ceramides in our skin. 
because there are structural differences and physiological differences between melanin, melanin rich skin tone versus lighter skin tones. So my approach with Kinlo, which is Naomi Osaka's line, is more hydration, a lot of antioxidants, because as I mentioned, the sun just depletes us of our antioxidants in our skin, but then also to hydrate our skin. With the waves, uh, we wanted, they, when Kavya was born, they couldn't, she had a couple of uh, skin ailments and they were looking for some products over the counter and they couldn't find any products for melanin rich skin tone. So that was their that was a birth of Proudly. So we wanted safe and effective ingredients for melanin-rich skin tone. And now we have uh, not, we just launched our shampoo line back in uh, September. Um, we have a lot of rich butters as well. So um, it's a great line. I'm very proud of it. It's available on Target and then also on uh, D2C. And then uh, recently, John Legend, we, he he has a moisturization line uh, called Love One, and it's amazing. And so I, I just have uh, this great opportunity to work with these celebrities, but also to work with communities of color because there are certain conditions such as atopic dermatitis, hyperpigmentation, you know, dry skin, and we just need products that are safe and effective for us. Talk to us about your new line that's coming out. Yeah, so I have I had a line and I just rebranded this line just because as I'm maturing, I realized <laughs> that I want I want certain uh, ingredients on my skin. And I see so many patients in my practice and I'm like, oh, this would be great for you. This would be great for you. And it's hard to find, you know, this capsule of ingredients um, out there. So I wanted a line that was transparent in terms of formulation that was scientifically backed, but multitasking ingredients because I'm so busy. I see that my patients are busy. And so that's why I decided to do this rebrand for myself. Awesome. What And what's the name of it? Have you? Oh, it's going to be me, Dr. Monica watching. Oh, nice. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Awesome. <laughs> Tell, I have two more questions for you. What are you reading or listening to right now? So I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts because I am, I have two kids and I'm always Ubering them around and I, I live about 30 minutes from work. So um, I listen to some dermatology podcasts. I listen to some beauty podcasts like uh, Naked Beauty. I listen to Learn Skin. Um, I listen to the New York Times a lot just like to, to get the daily in. Uh, so though that's what I tend to listen to. I And then lastly, in terms of reading, I, I'm constantly reading up on a lot of medical literature, ingredient stories, just because of the line of work that I do. Awesome. Amazing. So how can we find you? Yeah. So you can find me and my socials are Dr. Nana Bawachi. So D-R-N-A-A. N-A-B-O-A-K-Y-E. So Dr. Nana Bawachi, uh, you can find that on, I'm on IG as well as TikTok and then also on YouTube. And lastly, in terms of my practice, you can find me at bergenderm.com. So Bergen is B-E-R-G-E-N as in Nancy, D as in dog, E-R-M um, as in married.com, bergenderm.com. Love it. This was very enlightening. I thank you so much for your time and for sharing your knowledge with our audience. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. This was great. You're welcome. Everyone, thank you once again for listening to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. Make sure to check out the show notes where we will include links to all of the subjects that we covered today. And if you want to discover how to manage your hormones so you can sleep better, have more energy and manage your weight, take the quiz on hellohotflash.com. It only takes 90 seconds. Here's to your health. Worried about the weight, the stress, and the sleepless nights? 
Take my online hormone quiz to discover how you can make simple lifestyle changes that will help you lose weight, eliminate stress, and sleep like a baby. The Hello Hot Flash Hormone Quiz. Find out more on HelloHotFlash.com.